Welcome to Full Circle with Lika, a place of self-expression and holistic exploration of the human experience. I am honored to welcome you on this journey towards liberation, joy, and freedom. Make yourself comfortable as we dive deep into spirituality, mindset, self-development, and random stories filled with life lessons. Let's step together in that space where we get to unleash our own magic. Hola, hola. That's it. We're on. Lika, this is Mathilde. Today I'm taking over Lika's podcast to interview the one and only. And we were just dropping in before coming online. And the plan is to dive into the unknown and to explode. So... Okay, what's moving through you right now? Tell me. Tell me. There's there's a lot in the space. So let's voice what's, what's here. There's a lot in the space. I've been very excited for this moment. Like I was really looking forward to mm-hmm. it. Since we recorded a podcast together, I've been so activated. Mm-hmm. You've been in my dreams three times this week. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yes. I dream a lot, so I'm not surprised. Tell me. So I'm like, I don't know, just this whole activation. So I was like, I cannot fucking wait to be in that vortex we created again. Like I wanted this experience Mm -hmm. again. And right here, right now, I was on a call with a client that happens to be a very good friend of mine that lives in Mexico. And we are working together to create some retreats there and for me to fly my ass to Mexico. Mm-hmm. so in this space in my body right now there is a lot of unknown and fear and and I was looking for this moment so I'm excited and I feel like I feel this feeling of like being on a first date you know you don't know <laughs> you was looking for it and you're like you know I'm a bit intimidating like and I love to be in that space like it's I don't know I really love to to be a little like Hmm. I don't know how to put that into words, but <sighs> that's what in the, it's in my body right now. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think the term first date, like the feeling you have on a first date with someone that you kind of, you know, you want it to go well. I get what you're saying. And you said before we had such a great time last time and you wanted to get back in this vortex. So I'm wondering, is there a little bit of um attachment to what it looks like or wanting to be in the same feeling as last time and the same vortex and the same energy and maybe it won't happen like that and are we are you are you wanting the exact same experience am I wanting that are we getting attached like is there something there (laughs) (laughs) yeah 100% there is I I wouldn't say attachment I would say expectation that's the word yeah like I'm expecting it to get me on the same high it's like I think I have I can have this addictive personality of like oh when I'm into something I'm into something and I'm (laughs) looking for like this rush and the other day I felt super great and I'm loving this podcast anyway I'm like I'm just in love with interviewing Mm -hmm. people I love to talk and I love to do solo episode, but interviewing people is like next level. I think it activates something in me. I really, really love it. So I always kind of come with expectations that it mm. provides me something that is going to make me feel really good because I just picture it to go a certain way. And now I didn't have time to be in my head because I just jumped, like, jumped off from a call to being with you in the space. And you were just like, we opened this goal and you were like mentioning the unknown. I was like, I just want to be held today so just hold me so I'm like yeah. in that process of surrendering as well of like we're in it now and of course it's not going to be like last time first of all I see mm. your face the other day it was just your voice coming out of my yes <laughs> I love it it's making me think of when I'm acting so there is or oh, even musicians say that a lot the second performance is always shit because when you open a play, I personally get so fucking high 
it's like I'm on some drug that doesn't even exist. I'm so high on the first night, the opening night. It's like, oh my God, where was I? And then day two, you want to get that high again and it's impossible because you want to get it. So I'm in my head and then it's like, uh, and it's never as good because we're always trying to repeat the high of the first of the first day. And uh, one day I met, I met like a famous French musician and he's, that's one of the first thing he said to me. He was like, never worry about day two, it's always crap. I was like, okay, good to let go of the expectations. So it's making me think of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How do you let go of expectations in your life? What's, do you have a process? Ah, oh, that's a very juicy question. Because um, mm. I think I looked for years for a way to let go of expectations because, you know, being in that spiritual community kind of and having that as like my job title, which is also something funny. But I was like, okay, you know, expectations are wrong. I should be surrendering to the divine and be like an angel. Mm-hmm. And I think what helped me is to actually like own it. Like being like, yeah. I have expectations and like, that's okay. And I, I feel it. like it's, it doesn't have a grip on me anymore. Cause I'm like, okay, I have expectations. I kind of know it's bad and I shouldn't, but I'm like, fuck that. It's okay. I'm human. And when we do anything, we expect something like, I'm not going to, start a business with no expectation like of course I'm going to expect that it's going to go well I'm not going to go on <laughs> and and don't expect anything I'm going to go on a date that I'm going to expect that it goes well and that I'm you know yeah. that you'll get um yeah. so I'm just embracing having expectations um and that's the part with like attachment you were saying that it's like not being too attached to the expectations just like okay, I have expectations. It's running through my body. It's running through my mind. Yeah. But I'm not attached to, to it. And I, and it's like rem- reminding myself of letting life surprise me and what mm. helps me to go back to event, events in the past where, where I really like expected something to go a certain way and maybe it didn't go that way, but it was direct me into directing me into something so much greater that my mind couldn't even imagine so I just have to think Mm. about that and it gives me a little bit of "Mm, okay comfort I'm good Mm. yeah I love it I love it I love it yeah I think yeah same sometimes there is this talk that expectations are bad and like you said yeah if you open a business you expect it to go well it's just when it comes in the in between presence and like you said letting life surprise you yeah Yeah. you know what I want to do this acting thing with you right now (laughs) okay let's do this I (laughs) I know I don't know if it's very podcast friendly but it's this practice that I love that is called repetition and I think it's a practice that's good for anyone to have. It really drops you in presence and in vulnerability. Basically, we're two. You look at the other person. So I would look at you and I would make a statement about you. Something we can start with factual things like your eyes are brown. And then you would repeat, my eyes are brown. And I would repeat, your eyes are brown. And you would repeat, my eyes are brown. And we would keep repeating that sentence until something pops up until I'm so present and looking at you that something genuinely pops up where I'm like, oh, you're smiling. And then you would say, I'm smiling. And I would repeat, you're smiling. And we would repeat that until maybe you have something in your head that pops up about me. And then you tell me, Matilde, you're smiling. And I'm like, I'm smiling. And we keep repeating sentences about each other, about observations we make about each other. And the irritation is that it's okay to repeat the same sentence like a hundred times if nothing genuinely pops up out of deep presence with the other person does it make sense wow i am you know what i mean it's a little bit hard when you're like (laughs) what the fuck is going on let's do it i know and we can start to get the gist of it with like i said factual things about you know uh, your hair is brown whatever pops up but then we can um incorporate emotions if we want you know I can say oh you're anxious 
and you can say I'm anxious you always have to repeat it even if you think it's not true for you if I'm saying you're anxious you have to repeat at least once I'm anxious Mm. and then you can say something about me later so it's kind of also to see the projections we make on people and all the things so cool you want to do it yeah okay all right and the one rule is to always keep eye contact okay you're smiling I'm smiling. You're smiling. I'm smiling. You're smiling. I'm smiling. You're giddy. I'm giddy. You're giddy. <laughs> I'm giddy. Your eyes are brown. My eyes are brown. 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 You're breathing. <sighs> I'm breathing. You're breathing. 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 I'm breathing. You're laughing. I'm laughing. You're getting serious. I'm getting serious. You're getting serious. I'm getting serious. <laughs> You're getting serious. <laughs> I'm getting serious. And you can make observations whenever you want as well. It's like a two-way thing. Okay. But you don't, you, you don't have to. You don't have to. You're confused. I'm confused. You're confused. I'm confused. You're confused. I'm confused. You don't like saying that. I don't like saying that. You're not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Oh. I'm not sure about that. Hmm. That's so powerful. Hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gist of it, you know? How was yeah. it for you? I just coming up for you. I just I just kind of feel like it's hypnotic and I'm like I'm mm. like am I saying the truth or am I playing or am I playing or am I saying the truth and what is the truth it, it, of me and like like does it feel good in my like does it feel true in my body when I'm, mm. I have to repeat something about me that I didn't choose that's just mm-hmm. so I feel like my mind is kind of exploding right now yeah okay see so yeah yeah you're being aware of like the dialogue in inside yeah I feel like I'm getting lost into that place of like what is true and what isn't mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. my truth oh. and I'm just <laughs> getting lost in it and I'm like I'm getting chills yeah oh my head goes into like are you repeating what she's saying or are you speaking a truth mm-hmm are you repeating or are you saying a truth? Eyes are brown. It's like, yeah, I can say that out loud. But like, you're confused. Already I'm like, I'm confused. Am I? Am I confused? Maybe, maybe not. And then you don't like to say that. I don't like to say that. Do I don't like? Don't I? And then I'm like, I don't know anymore. I keep repeating it. So I, I get lost mm-hmm. in it. And it's mm-hmm. really unfamiliar in my body. Oh, I love it. I love it. Ah. <laughs> I love it. I love what you said about you're getting lost. There is like this mirroring that we're doing and we're getting lost in it. And it's making me think of um, almost Buddhism where in the end it's, it's all emptiness. Everything is a mirror. So when you're saying, is it true? Is it not true? Like in the, in the end, is there even a truth? Isn't it all illusions? What we're doing, what we're saying, even what we're feeling. We're not our emotions. You know what I mean? So what is true and I think this exercise at the end um, sometimes as actors we do it for an hour and in the end it it brings a lot of people in deep presence because you get lost into all those things we're saying those projections and so the only thing you can do is really be present be in the moment because otherwise the the chatter that is in the mind becomes too much so it, it forces for me it forces me to let it go and really be present in the moment and actively listening to the other person because 
when I'm not fully listening to the other person, I get this chatter in my head about, is it what I'm thinking? Is it not? Da, da, da. Every time this happens, I'm not listening. I'm in my internal dialogue about who am I? Da, da, da. I love this exercise. I, I want to do it more. Like I want to do it for an hour, like with someone in front mm. of me, actually in the room. Like I cannot even imagine. Yeah. We are looking into our own eyes, but mm -hmm. not really because the camera is not where mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? So I cannot mm -hmm. imagine if you're in the presence of someone in front mm -hmm. of you looking into their eyes, but I just think it, it will be mm -hmm. even more powerful. Mm -hmm. And what came through also was like this perfectionism of like, okay, we are doing an exercise. So you need to be good at it. Okay. So she's like, <laughs> yeah. so you repeat. Okay. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. It's such a simple exercise that brings up so much. And it brings up triggers too sometimes when someone is saying, you're angry. If you don't like being angry, you're like, I'm angry. And you kind of, and when you, oh, and the thing also is when you say the words, if I was to say I'm angry and I'm not angry, I can show it in my energy and in my body. You know what I mean? It also invites a lot of subtext in where the words become a little bit irrelevant. And, you know, anyway, that was fun. That was amazing. I've seen that you've been um, getting into your inner actress lately. Can you tell me about that? Where do I start? I think it's really because of our podcast together that it put words onto something I was already doing. Because mm -hmm. I invite in all of my work and what I love to see the most with my client and what I love to play the most with myself to invite people in the same journey is playing with different archetypes. Right now I'm leading, you know, my awakened goddesses and I ask them, what archetype do I choose to embody this week? Like I'm and I'm and I'm inviting mm -hmm. them to embody mm -hmm. slash play with some archetypes. And the girl were mm -hmm. asking me yesterday, how do you actually choose it? Like and another was asking me like, so remind me what are the archetypes like the mother, the maiden? And I was like, I was like Like whatever archetypes, like you, you could be like, like last, <laughs> last week I was like the, the sexy millionaire healer, you know, like I make yeah. this up. Like there is no, yeah. like choose something you want to embody and stick mm -hmm. to. That's something I was doing, you know, and I, I think that part of my spiritual journey was about recognizing that I had many different facets and being mm -hmm. okay with that, not having to choose mm -hmm. one. Because I've been doing that. And I, I think that was reflecting in my, in my relationships as well, where people were, were like, well, you're confusing me. Like you're, you're so many different facets of mm -hmm. you. Like, like you cannot be this and that the other day. And I never really could understand like, why not? So now in my work, I have more freedom to do it. I, you know, one day I will be the seductress mm. and the other day I will be the silly child or the other day I was just wearing a mustache, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> I love that. I'm just playing with myself. And since the podcast with you, where it's like what you do, like it's, it's like what you do. And that was the whole invitation of like not being attached to, I remember you saying like, you know, I look at myself in the mirror and I was like, this is weird. Like, like I have a body and what is it that I'm looking at? And, and like, let's play with that. And I decide to be whatever I want when I want. I've been doing that, giving just myself, seeing my life as a, as a movie. Why not? Just really, why not? It gave me so much freedom that now I'm like, I, I don't, I don't get attached to like how I'm presenting anymore because I'm like mm. I'm gonna be that for today but tomorrow I'm gonna play with another thing and also mm. being able to move from one one energy to another really fast so mm. I've recorded videos where I'm like super high and super like I don't give a shit and like I'm so <laughs> like, I want to play in that and you know I have this very like you know it's it can be almost very annoying and then <laughs> in two seconds I will drop into like no but let's let's connect to to be able to shift from one to another to like very like loud and I don't give a shit to I can also drop back into like my power and how deep I can feel and how deep I can bring you and how like 
you know, like this thing in me that I, that I love, you know, of like being so passionate about everything, but this kind of deep, dark, almost passion of like, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to do weird stuff and I want to explore like, and to drop from one another so fast. It, it's just, to me, that's like acting in my life. It's like, I can play. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. You're such an actor, dude. But I actually think, um, working with archetypes and shape-shifting is a work we share between actors and mystics it's really the essence of it a lot I find so much so much and I'm so Mm. glad we recorded this podcast and we put like another perspective because also I was really interesting in having like people that are not like spiritual mentors because I'm like a little bit like overdosed with that even though it's like my job and what I'm doing and what I'm passionate about (laughs) I just want to get out of this world for a second and Mm. I wanted to bring more creative people so like explaining the same thing because it goes back to the essence Mm of of life and and exactly it's life (laughs) yeah so but it's just another like you know it's like a diamond and you can look at it through one facet and then you look at it through another facet and you're still looking at the same diamond but but it, from a different approach and uh, yeah it's just it's just so amazing and I'm like I remember being like it brought so much memories of me being in high school and just being a show like I was just like playing with that playing with my voice playing with stuff and like I don't know where I lost it along the way where I tried to mm-hmm. stick to one one archetype and stay in the boundaries of that. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing that I shared with you, I think I shared it with you, um, is that I went to the beach and I went crazy on it. And, and like, I just was in the embodiment. So I was not even dancing. So it was not pretty looking, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, embodying my sexuality and like being very, mm-hmm. very sensual. And then I will go into rage and I would like jump on the earth and then scream on the beach and like at first I felt uncomfortable because there were people around so I always Mm -hmm. had this little bit of like this is it I'm gonna be the weirdo of the beach again but I (laughs) I kind of enjoy it as well and then I go into look at me look at me (laughs) (laughs) you know and (laughs) I love that that's why I felt like my inner actress has been like fucking activated because I also like to have my audience you know (laughs) I know how good is it to like be on a stage and have an audience it's so much fun I love it I love it I want to be on stages more we're gonna create a stage together it's happening yeah yeah We'll, we'll tell people more about it soon but we're gonna create a stage together for sure yeah you said uh you want to do weird stuff like what kind of weird stuff I'm interested in your weirdness. What are the weird stuff you want to do or be? Oh, that's such a good question. I love your question. I want to do all these things that popped up in my head. Like, mm. I want to hug people. And I want to do eye gazing. Mm. And I want to um, scream loud and, and go in the forest and hug the trees and like all the weird stuff that, you know, basically that I that I had to do by myself, but I want to bring it with people and explore with other beings. And I want to, mm. the stuff, I think it's also going back to this innocence of, mm. I was thinking about a random thing the other day. I was on the shower and I was thinking about like how, when I was, you, you know, there is a lot of work to do around nudity and, and how it's connected to sexuality and how like, what the fuck why even is that mm-hmm. and also everything around body image and everything and I was tr- and I had this memory of being like I don't know like I was a teenager but like or maybe more of a child but I was with that friend and I was super good in my body and I was fine being, being naked I didn't even have awareness mm. of me being naked or whatever and I remember her being like really shy. like she was like no 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 I, I cannot like if I have to change to put my swimsuit on I remember we were at her place she had a pool and she was like I need to go in the bathroom and I'm so and she made like a big deal of it like no no mm-hmm. I and I was curious and I was like oh but why is that and she was like no that's just how I am and I think um mm. I love to surround myself with people that like really like 
activate me and I'm a little bit like as I said like I love to be a bit intimidated with the people that I have mm -hmm. and I think I really mm -hmm. looked up to that girl and I was like she's cool and you know I think I made the connection oh so that is cool to create a again create a character that doesn't really want to show that that is you know I I, I don't know why mm. but I'm like, if she's doing it and I think she's super cool maybe there is something cool about it oh wow that's fascinating the programming that arrived right there wow so, so I was cool. in my shower and I had those memories of also taking showers when I was a young child with my girlfriends and mm -hmm. and like there were no sexual thing, of course, you know, and it was just like, just so cool to, to mm. don't care and to play in the water. And, and that's the kind of weird thing that I want to bring back. It's like, now it's weird why it is even weird. Like I say it's weird because mm. I feel like I've been told it's weird, but to my soul, it's like mm. the norm and how, how it should be in my world. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that that's it. I want to have more naked showers with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, come over, girls, We're having a naked shower party. <laughs> I, I yeah. want to do those things with with my body as well. Um, like <laughs> that sounded weird, but you know, I, I was thinking the other day. I was listening. I was cooking, and I was making mm. this smoothie. And with frozen fruits and they were way too frozen and I put my hands into it and it was burning cold. You know, when it, like mm. the cold is like, ugh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was listening to an audiobook from Joe Dispenza. And he was mm. saying something about like a vision he had in his garden, walking barefoot on the snow, and he couldn't mm. feel the like he could feel the cold, but it was almost enjoyable mm. because he didn't have any judgment. And mm. I'm doing the thing with the smoothie that is really cold. And I'm hearing that in, in the audio that I'm listening. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm really attached to the judgment of cold. Like I hate cold so mm. bad. I love to be warm. Everyone is making fun of me because I could live in like, like a sauna all the time. You know, when you enter your car <laughs> outside in, in the heat, like in the sun, mm -hmm. and like everyone is like, cannot breathe. And they're like, oh, open the doors. And I'm like, I'm just <laughs> you like that? Oh my God. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, mm, maybe I, I was living in hell and it was really hot, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really love that. So the cold is like mm. creating so much tension mm. in my body. As I was baking my smoothie, I'm trying to come back full circle. Um, I thought it was like the name of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. I was like, you know what? I, I had a, a vision of me being outside with friends and playing with our bodies of like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take a piece of this smoothie very cold and put it like on your chest. And just, you're mm -hmm. going to, I'm going to see how you're going to react. And then, mm -hmm. and then maybe, you know, because it's juicy and, and then I'm going to lick my fingers and I'm going to lick your chest. And it, it doesn't have to be this sexual taboo thing it's just like we're gonna play mm -hmm. with our bodies um mm. that's the kind of weird thing that i want to do it's like going back to that innocence again of like this is gold let's let's play together like to just see how it feels i love it and you're so connected to so many things yesterday i was in the car with a friend and she was telling me about um like the week before she was in Costa Rica and she was having a fruit ceremony and there were a bunch of 10 people um the only rule was to not eat the fruit but just to play the, with the fruit to feel the fruit to put the fruit in everyone's bodies and to enjoy it and a little bit like what you describe so I feel like yeah. it's coming it's it's happening it's gonna happen in your life soon it is it is you know I'm I'm already mm. doing that by myself now I I stopped mm. eating at a table I'm eating on the floor by myself. Mm. I stop listening to, I usually have a podcast or an audiobook when I'm eating by myself and I don't anymore. I'm just with myself and with my food. I'm touching my food because mm. traveling to India, I realized, you know, people are eating with their hands. At some point you adapt to the culture. It changed my relationship to food and to eating and to rules even i'm like why do we even use cutlery it's just because that's the way we do things mm -hmm. like i i don't want to because when i touch my food my senses i'm so much more present that's why i'm so obsessed with like this central eating thing and i'm doing it oh, yeah every meal now 
and like with mm. everything it can become so much pleasure i had quinoa yesterday the quinoa like all the little <laughs> tiny grains of each quinoa i could feel it you know and i could feel like also mm. the bitterness of it and um mm. and i put some spices and i you know i i just want to yeah, just more spice, more more sensitive, <sighs> more centrality. Oh, I love it. Ah, oh, you took me on a sensual journey of eating right now. I was I was in it. Let's have food oh. together. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Oh. there's something so powerful <sighs> about it. There's something so powerful. I was crying yesterday when I had my food because mm. I've been mm. using my masculine energy to mm-hmm. commit to that. Like I'm going to do my essential eating practice right. every day. And then when I'm in it, it's just the feminine. It's just the pleasure. It's just the play. Mm. It's just the senses. And I was crying because you feel so connected. It's not a thought, you know, like doing all this gratitude thing. Like you need to be grateful again. Mm. The spiritual community <laughs> of, of being like, do your gratitude list and bring in gratitude. But it, it happens in the head. And I, I do mm. this. I'm guilty of that. That's that's why I say it happens in the head. Is because when I do my gratitude mm. list in the morning, I need to think. Mm. Oh, okay, so I'm grateful for this, and I'm trying to bring in the feeling, you know, and I, and I feel mm. grateful. But when I'm just sensual eating, I'm just in the moment. I'm not thinking about gratitude. I'm not thinking about oh, mm. I'm grateful for my food. But when my mouth tastes all the flavors, there's Ugh. something that happens in my in in my whole system of like this flavor is right here right now mm-hmm. it's possible because there were grain in the earth and there were rain and there were sun and there were so many people in mm-hmm. and i and i don't think i feel it and i feel all the people involved in that very tiny little piece of fruit or whatever i put in my mouth it brought me to tears like if you think about it if you actually think about it like how many souls are involved in Mm -hmm. just that tiny bite of food between Mm -hmm. the people that water it are like harvested and transported Mm -hmm. and even like if you think about it deeper it's like okay someone transported it someone had to build a truck and someone has to build the pieces on the tracks and then you expand you expand you expand and you're like and at some point you cannot see further and you're like (laughs) I don't know how to describe that but it like wraps the whole planet and the whole world and and you suddenly understand like we are all one and there is just right here right now and you understand you know everything that the books are saying because you're living it because you're so present I love it I'm just feeling it right now (laughs) thank you that was powerful and beautiful and sensual I have a question why do you speak English and run business in English when you're French and based in France? I was wondering. Mm. I I don't like to use the H hate world, but I think for a long time I was really, really rejecting my country. Yeah, for a long time I I I felt like I couldn't fit anywhere. You know, I couldn't fit at school. I couldn't find any friends that had the same, like everything that I mentioned, like it was always present within me, this knowledge, this desire. And I, I just, you know, I was craving for love and I, I wasn't finding it because I was not finding it in myself and whatever. But then I came home and I and I felt like I didn't fit in. So, and then I traveled like, and I had always this curiosity again when I was, um, even before I was able to travel, I just, when I was hearing someone speaking another language in the street, oh my mm. God, I want this liberation again. I was just going to talk to them. I was just like, mm. I heard you talking another language, just talk to me. And I was going to mm. these, um, those meetings, how do you call it? Like um, where people talk different languages and, and I was just so mm. fascinated with other cultures because it was expanding my mind so much of like there are other people doing things in another way like in a radical radical other way and and then I traveled and of course it's expanding my mind so much and I don't there's this thing with friends where I 
I really wanted to run away from this country. I don't feel like it's my place. Um, and I'm really trying to bring awareness to it and to make peace with it. And being locked for almost a year now in France, in my hometown, mm. in my parents' house. Oh my God. When it was not planned at all. And when I, you know, as soon, like as soon as I, you know, left school and stuff, I was going further and further. I moved to, to two hours from my hometown and then I moved to the south of France and then I moved to, you know, I was just always trying to expand and move further and further. And I just was obsessed with mm. going abroad and going as far as I could. I think I was searching for something, like craving something and also running away from something. I think in both ways, mm. it was just myself. <laughs> I was running away from mm. parts of myself that I felt like if I was, you know, changing country, I will leave that part of me in France. Mm. The thing is, I was still with myself. So she was following me anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was there anyway. I was craving everything that I mentioned I think I was always craving this community and I thought that you know if I explore the world I will find it I'll find it outside myself and then I took the decision going back to like the question of like my business and everything and mm -hmm. so I traveled a bit and most of my friends like I I don't know but I I have most of my friends are not French because again I find it exotic and and all of my French friends most of them I met them abroad, you know, I met them in <laughs> London when I was living in London or I met them when I was traveling or, you know, like I love French people when they're outside of France. And I think there is something about it. And I was like, I cannot even express myself in French. I'm saying that because it's all new for me. I would say like it, it came with that big transformation I went through in the last seven months. Now I'm talking in French and I can even like, like guide people into like, ceremonies and stuff in French which is like I thought I could never do it I think the English was also a little bit of a way to to sh yeah I want to say hide but it's not hide because I was actually showing a part of me that I was too afraid to show in French so it was giving my mm. you know it was giving myself permission to to show a part of me that I was too afraid and I was you know if it's in another language then your voice changed a little bit and you can also be a, a little bit of another person now i feel grounded enough to also be grounded in french but i still want to leave my country i love what you said that speaking english has allowed you to show a part of yourself that you were scared to show in french so in a way you were showing more of yourself but a little bit with the mask of like a different language or a different tone in your voice or yeah exactly i love that aren't exactly. places so activating like i find places so activating of different parts of me i feel like you do that too yeah activating yourself through places yeah uh what is running through my body right now is just so intense i'm trying to make that decision for a month like i'm drawn to different places and i know i wanted to make sure that this time i was not running away or looking for something so I took this time and I forced myself to sit with my pain to sit with the discomfort mm. and to not try to find healing in a new place because mm. I could see that I was I will I could see that you know I could see this how do you call it this narrative playing out of I'm gonna run all corners of this earth until until I find myself so I was like This mm. is the perfect opportunity to also there is this connection with like ancestors and family and, you know, all this stuff being here. For me, it's like the least place I would want to be like the last, mm. like, I don't know how to word that. But anyway, and actually, I remember that every time, like, I'm always moving to a different country. I'm always like every year I was choosing a new place to explore because As you said, there is this activation that happens because I feed almost, you know, I feed on that. I, I mm. get myself um, penetrated and, and, and imprinted with like an mm. energy of the space. And now I'm trying to make this decision that is like, I feel like it's like the most scary decision I ever made 
to just take some holidays and go to fucking Mexico, uh, you know? But um, <laughs> the fact that you mentioned it right now, there is a lot running through my body because I know, like, I feel like my, my intuition, my soul, or however you want to call it, knows that there is some activations for me mm-hmm. there, but my, my human, my body is like, like resisting it. So I mean, like... This, this war really yeah your body is resisting it um okay can you tell me more about that because i feel like your body is used to going places so what do you think is the resistance i don't know um i mean i know i mean it's fear you know it's fear but i i enjoy like we talk about it in the podcast we we did when i interviewed you like i Mm -hmm. also had this place of like I love to be shit scared and to do scary things because I always mm-hmm. grow from it. And I'm, I'm, I'm always searching for challenges. Like sometimes it's a little too much. I, I struggle to mm. settle, you know, to be like, mm-hmm. nothing is happening. It's boring. <laughs> Let's create some yeah. fear in my life. But this mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. It, I think uh, it's, it's leaving behind um, an archetype, like a, as, as if, you know, I wear this jacket for a while and, I got kind of like at first I didn't like this jacket so much but now mm. now I'm comfortable it's like I'm really comfy in this jacket um and you know I've I've grown the jacket I cannot fit into the jacket anymore but I'm I'm still I don't really want to let it go and I feel like this is a part of yeah. and I, uh, on Saturday with the awakened goddess we we did this ceremony of death and rebirth because we were mm-hmm. opening the space so we were actually letting a part of us die and you know using the fire to alchemize it and like actually be willing to let die something mm-hmm. it's it's a very difficult process because it's not mm-hmm. it's not like this full moon ceremony where you go and you burn papers about your self-sabotage and this version of you you don't want anymore because this is too easy to do that i've done that my whole life and i've burned so many papers but <laughs> nothing happened you know? <laughs> I've burned so many papers, but I still have sabotage, dude. <laughs> yeah. So it was more in the sense of like, I'm taking this mm. and I'm actually putting it into, into the fire. And, and it, it, it means a lot. It means that I need to grieve also this part that I actually want to let go. But of course, there is a part of me that is attached to it because somehow if I had it, it was serving me. And I think for me right now is this, healing bubble I was like I'm gonna take this time to really heal and really grow my business and and go through this journey that I I felt like I was postponing for five years because I was always using the 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 excuse of being in a relationship I kind of do it because I have a partner and you know (gasps) yeah that was an interesting part of it and so but now I'm like okay get your shit together now like all the things that you're postponing for five years, do it now. Mm-hmm. The last seven months have been that. And I've, you know, I'm, I'm in a cocoon here. I mean, I'm, I'm back at my parents' mm-hmm. house. I never had such a great relationship with my parents. I actually enjoy being there, like being here with them. Like it's like, I, 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 I cannot even recognize myself saying that. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, like, well, I, I don't see them that often now because my rhythm is a bit different, but sometimes my, my dad will go away for the day and I will miss my dad. And I'm like, mm. how can I say that? I always wanted to be as far as I could, mm. not talking to them anymore. Like I was really taking distance. So I feel like I've done this healing. I healed my heart. I healed my relationship with myself and stuff. And like, I know my body, like my soul knows that now it's time to not be in that bubble, but be out there, you know? And it's like, so it's, it's like my body's like, are we ready though? So, yeah. Wow, cool. That was so beautiful to hear. It's so beautiful. Like I hear that you've been running away from friends most of your adult life, at least. You've been some somehow you felt forced to go back to France with the pandemic and you felt blocked but now you've learned to love your French self and like that jacket on you like that you like it and you've healed 
your heart after all those relationships that were excuses for not following your purpose and you've deepened your relationship with your parents and now because of this parental cocoon where they're probably taking care of you in some ways you've been able to heal and rest and create your business and be a badass it's so beautiful I'm getting chills out of it listening to you and yeah now you have this opportunity to literally fly out of the cocoon for the next step and whoo it's big it's big I'm getting so emotional right now you know (laughs) me too (laughs) I feel like it has been like literally like um Mm such a deep transformation and just looking back I cannot almost I cannot believe it and I feel Mm. so grateful for you know I feel so much grace out of this chaos and I'm so proud of myself Mm. and I'm so proud of Mm. like you know the the tiny little me you know that was so Mm broken a few months ago and that Mm. rose so high that now I can say like I've integrating I've integrated some stuff so deep that it's my new normal Mm. and when I take a moment to look back I was like just a few months ago that was not your normal and yeah this is really beautiful and and this is again a kind of a painful process to let go of of this version of me to let her like she she Mm. has done her time and I know it I know I don't need more healing I I know I don't need more (sighs) cocoon I I I I know it (sighs) wow yeah you don't need more healing you don't need more cocoon and you're proud of yourself I love that so happy to witness that right now so happy to be held Mm. into that because you're putting this mirror in front of me and it's it's also really activating and healing. Thank you. Mm. I'm sure there's lots of people who were meant to hear this too and who are downloading all those insights and this medicine right now. If there is um, some people who feel stuck where your very old self was in using the relationship as an excuse for not honoring yourself, what, what would you share with them? And also to reflect on how far you are from that person now. Oh, um, yeah, I will, I will tell them or I will tell my past self, you know, I will tell her mm. to to stop postponing because it's like it's mm. like an elastic the more you, you're you you feel like you're good you're good but then the elastic is gonna broken it's gonna come back to mm. you so hard and it's gonna hurt so hard so the little the little discomfort so i'm, I'm gonna pretend i'm talking to my in a like younger mm-hmm. past self and i will tell her like the the pain, the little discomfort that you're trying to avoid by not having the difficult conversation, by not speaking your truth, by not taking this time for yourself. You're avoiding this thing, thinking that you, it's going to keep you safe and it's going to keep you safe from feeling pain. The pain will be so much worse. <sighs> the day is going to broke. So just, just do the things. Just do the things you want to do even if it hurts as hell, just listen to that fucking gut feeling, you know? It's like, I've been really good to listen to my gut feelings to move places. I'm like, oh, I feel so drawn to go to the south of France. I feel so drawn to go to London. I feel so drawn to travel to India. Um, But when it came to other gut feelings, I was not listening. Because if I think about this relationship that I just came out of, I had a gut feeling like week two and we stayed over a year together. Um, mm, wow. It's really like, listen, listen to yourself and, and, and um, yeah, really listen to, 
to your intuition no matter what and then and not like not being like I would tell myself like don't fucking be afraid that they stop loving you one day because if they do like you don't want them anyway like you don't want them so so don't like I, I felt like I was bargaining you know like oh like maybe I can exchange a little bit of this against a little bit of love please mm. and I had and I had like wonderful relationships as well like I'm not gonna you know but yeah I would say that to to my past self and I'm I, I I think I needed to learn the hard way to learn that mm. it's it's you know all the times that I walked on eggshells of like I don't like I'm gonna say what I feel but but I'm gonna say it like maybe I will even say what I mean like what I actually want to say but I will say it with such a voice that I disconnect a little bit from myself mm. yeah 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 you know what I mean like I would mm -hmm. tell I would tell like so we had a lot of issues communicating with my ex-girlfriend and I will tell her okay let's have this system in place instead of saying mm -hmm. like who are you talking to on your phone um really mm -hmm. passive aggressive mm -hmm. um, <laughs> oh just plain and, aggressive <laughs> yeah just aggressive aggressive uh <laughs> we will mm -hmm. we will say hey honey do you need reassurance or or I would love reassurance right now um mm -hmm. and then we could, mm -hmm. we could do that uh, but then mm. we will go into like the baby voice. We'll be like, mm, yeah, I think I need to wear oh, shoes. You know, I because know that one. I know. Because it's kind of cute and because you're hiding behind oh. the voice. When actually your soul is uh. like, is like, please hold me. I'm afraid right now mm -hmm. and I want to share it with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This and being able to receive. Because mm. it's great to reach that point where you can actually ask for reassurance even if it's with the baby voice uh, but then the other person is giving you reassurance that you actually want but you're so disconnected from yourself and when I say you I say me I was mm. so disconnected from myself that I couldn't receive you know she was telling me like but no of course, mm. you know, I love you whatever whatever reassurance I needed in this moment but I I was mm. hearing it but I was not receiving it mm. so the best advice mm. I could give my herself is to reconnect with herself because when she's present to herself she can know the gut feeling she can know what she's feeling and what she's needing so any relationship will go okay because she has her own back because she knows what's fucking going on inside mm. and voice it fucking express it fucking express it mm. like i yeah i would i would tell her I will tell her when you're mad, just be mad, not at the other person. Be mad on your own, voice it, and then mm -hmm. have, have the communication, mm -hmm. have, have the interaction. Like, let's talk about the things we don't want to talk about. Let's talk about the hard mm -hmm. things. Let's have the hard conversation. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote a whole manifesto after this breakup. I'm mm -hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote like, like, sort of like my non negotiable of like, another relationship mm. and that's what I apply to myself mm. and I wouldn't expect less from it you know I I'm like some friends when sometimes I was feeling down and still crying over my ex and they were like just go on a dating app and I was like fuck off I'm too premium to do this kind of thing <laughs> I love that and I'm like dad no like no way no fucking way mm. I'm not a I'm not a product on a on a shelf shelves and it feels so good to be in that place because I was never really single I mean I was sometimes that I was like dating around and sleeping around and, mm. and I, I don't even feel single I like that's like the second time that I voice it first of all because I spent a few months still being in, in my head in relationship with my ex um to be <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> so good but also because now i'm in relationship with myself so deeply mm -hmm. and, and i'm also giving myself permission to crave now like connection again and to be like okay now, you know because i also went a little 
I'm a Libra, so I can be in the extreme. And I was like, now you're going to out, out, like you're not going to outsource anything. Everything is going to be self-sourced. So your love, your, you know, I, I need to be all of it for myself. So I'm like really strong into that. And it feels good. I'm like, I'm like, mm. I get like, you know, I'm like, I feel strong. I feel, I'm, I'm like the two or three or whatever, how many people you want to have in a relationship. I'm all of them for myself. And mm-hmm. it feels good. And it's, it's allowing myself also, you know, you're human. It's okay to want to connect with other people. And there is this, there is this connection, but I think I'm, I'm craving it in a totally different way now. I'm, I just want to have like showers with friends and, you know, playing with uh, um, cold smoothies with friends. That's, that's the connection. I think that's the type of connection. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. I hope that answers your question. Hell yes. I don't even remember the question. I'm writing with you and I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so beautiful. I can see how much you've evolved. What's your zodiac? You said you're Libra and what else? I'm a rising Sagittarius and a moon in Virgo. I knew you had some Sagittarius in there with all this traveling and moving around. I can see it because I've got some Sagittarius too. And I was like, Sagi sister. <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> i know the feeling <laughs> freedom is a big deal for me indeed mm. Mm. Explore, exploring and freedom in every way possible yeah so you post on your instagram lately um asking people what they think freedom is what freedom is to them what, what is, is it to you, you? <laughs> i asked it first um freedom wow that's that's a big one i think that's like you know if i had to do my top three values freedom comes first um Mm. because freedom is like just free it's more like liberated in a way of like Mm. you don't have containers anymore and you can be the actress of your life because you can play Mm -hmm. so it's like freedom to be one person one day freedom to be another person it's sourcing my own truth of like what is Mm. true to me in this moment you know if you extend that of course it's like i'm not like i never understood borders like it's we have a land we have planet earth and someone decided one day this like i'm gonna draw an imaginary line and this is gonna be mine and you're gonna need papers and authorization to move from one piece of land to another like my mind can like I cannot understand that that is freedom to me it's like Mm -hmm. who created those fucking rules that we are following you know and and the way the way things should be I just don't get it you know it's, it's like with the with the eating or the traveling like why do we like I don't understand those rules so freedom to me is like creating your own rules from the highest place in yourself from 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 body feeling from like what is it really that i decide to believe in that i decide to do that i decide to be that i decide to express also being free of expressing myself is a big one you know i think for a long time Mm. i was seeing healers for years and be like i have a blockages in my throat chakra i cannot fucking do it and i was doing all those feelings (laughs) but it's like burning paper i was doing that again and again and talking about my throat Mm. chakra it wouldn't change and now i have a fucking podcast where i get to talk all the time and i and i need to restrain myself from talking because i'm talking too much and i'm like how how can i what do you mean too much i mean yeah yeah we're trying not to you know but there's still this thing of like not being able to take so much space um which is fucking stupid um fuck that Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's also really present so love that like that love that it's okay (laughs) yeah yeah expression is a big big one for me and expression can mean Mm -hmm. like my voice and like having this hard conversation and being myself no matter what so going through these different archetypes during my days and also expressing through my work and expressing in the way that I want to do like growing this business has been a psychedelic journey for sure and I I followed rules again that didn't apply like because I wanted my business to work so I followed rules of other Mm. whatever coach that I was you know following or whatever and it's every time I did that 
I disconnected from my own truth. And I, I never made more money and signed up more clients since I've been like fully myself. That is freedom to me as well. It's like, I have a rule, I bring awareness to it and I'm free to change it. Like I'm free to agree to it or I'm free to reject it and I'm free to create something new and to express in a way that is so unique to me. I think what mm-hmm. I do, even at a wider like perspective, like, you know, I've, I've learned yoga I've learned different styles of yoga and then I've, you know, got a Reiki training and then I learn about Tantra and then I learn about any other thing. And I couldn't put the pieces together because again, I was trying to follow a tradition. And I think for me, at least freedom is so deeply honoring the tradition because it's not even a need. It's like, duh, of course, being grateful, like, we wouldn't be where we are if we didn't have those teachings and those, you know, lineage. But then is being a leader of like, I'm not going to just try mm-hmm. to do like a yoga plus Reiki plus this plus that. And like, it's like a puzzle that doesn't really fit together. It's like, poof, I'm just going to create a thing where we're going to do weird things. And I'm going to be inspired by all those traditions. But there is just so much freedom. My version of freedom as well is that it's not just for me because it doesn't mean shit if I'm the only one to be free. You know, it's like, we, we, I want that we are free together. What is your definition Thank of freedom? You. I went on a tangent here. I loved it. I don't think it was a tangent. I, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for your answer. Um, freedom. One big thing for me is I feel free when I'm completely in love. When I'm not, when there is no fear, I feel completely free. When I'm not acting out of fear or making decisions out of fear or out of misalignment or out of thinking, you know, decisions from the mind, but like not the, it's okay to use the mind. The mind is, you know, great at thinking about stuff, but you know, like the toxic, unhealthy mind. So when this is not in the space, I feel free. When I'm totally aligned, connected to my intuition and my heart is clean I feel so free totally free and for me it goes with a lot of honesty because and I think sometimes that created problem earlier in life because I was very honest and a bit similar to you there's so many rules that I didn't understand and I also didn't understand why we spoke different languages and why we had different countries and I was like this is so weird why aren't we all friends and I didn't understand why my mom was vacuuming the floor before we had guests. Because I was like, well, are you vacuuming just before they arrive? Are you like ashamed that it's dirty? Like, why don't you want to just show them how it is? And then she was like, no, but it's kind to do that. And I got it later, you know, like, but I felt like I felt like I could sense when it was coming from something that to me in my body wasn't feeling pure or wasn't feeling like honesty so I think honesty is a big one for me like transparency if I feel like I'm not being transparent and honest I'm like well I'm not free I'm trying to hide things or you know yeah so that's a big one and then obviously also the physical freedom and freedom of expression I feel though that I've had a lot of physical freedom so um yeah I mean I've been so blessed I've been traveling the world and yeah I've been so blessed. So yeah, I think maybe with physical freedom, I take it for granted as well because I've only lived in countries where there is a lot of physical freedom. You know, I was born in France. Like we have amazing human rights compared to a lot of other countries. So yeah, yeah. Vibration of love and honesty is like pure freedom for me. It's incredible because my top three, I'm not (sighs) kidding. My top three is like, I have freedom, honesty, love. Like, yeah. Um, Mine is freedom, honesty, and kindness. I'm big on like kindness. I think it's just the best. That's just the words that you... Uh, (sighs) Freedom, honesty, and kindness, and love. Here we go. Yeah. That's the world we're creating. 100%. How are you feeling now? So good. So good. Yeah. So good. Mm. Like, I feel... (sighs) Let's let's come full circle to how I feel in the beginning. Yeah expectations and I think the first Mm -hmm. time I felt very grounded in my being after and really like activated and right now I feel flowing like I feel the energy like circulating you know I feel that 
motion that circulate. How do you feel? I feel, I feel very calm and centered. Mm. Yeah, I like it. I feel very grounded and my legs are like, my feet are on the ground. My legs are like open. Like I feel very like kind of goddess pose, rooted, centered. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a spell you want to cast before we close the space? I don't have anything coming. I feel very complete. Do you have anything? There's prayers of love for everyone around me. I feel like there's something else. Mm, okay. I am opening a portal of fame. I am stepping into fame. Yes. And so it is. 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 Thank you for sharing this space. Thank you for holding this space for me. That was amazing to be a guest on my own podcast. I could have done that the whole day. Like just Mathilde, hold me. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was beautiful. Thank you. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For more free resources, online courses, spiritual events, coaching containers, and deep initiation work, visit my website and let's connect on Instagram.